Our planet is in crisis. The climate is collapsing. A great extinction is taking place now. Our species has created this crisis, actively poisoning our own habitat for trivial short-term gain. Leaders and systems everywhere have constantly failed to do anything about the crisis. We are now at Code Red. Survival of our species, the future of our children, and those who share the planet with us is at stake. Can you spare five minutes to save the Earth? Hi, I'm Ray Katz. This episode is called Saving the Earth May Begin with a Walk in the Park. Is that all? Those are the words that are echoing through my head. I'm the founder of The Saners, a group of widely dispersed people who share a belief that it's insane to destroy the planet that we all live on. We want to rescue our Earth from climate destruction. We also think that our civilization needs to replace some very bad values, like greed and selfishness, with better ones, like generosity and caring, so that we can all live better and live sustainably on a continuing basis. Our laws and institutions and cultures and leaders must embody these better values. I think this viewpoint would be seen by many people as sensible, even necessary. I'm simply saying that we should learn to live together and learn to protect our common home. It's not controversial. Then why is it so hard? Why can't we just get there? And how do we go about getting there? Our imagination is our off-road vehicle. We can't get there from here. The roads that exist where we are now only lead to continued climate abuse and ongoing fossil fuel usage. The roads go to war. Those roads go to offices where we produce more toxins and poisons for the earth, the air, the water. We destroy our habitat on the way to and from the office, even before we begin the nonsense that is work. Those roads lead to voting booths where we choose leaders who, however noble their motives, cannot stop destroying the planet, cannot end the cruelty of war, and cannot change the nonsensical waste of life that we currently call work. When we stop to think, if we stop to think, we would see that none of this is necessary and all of this should be changed. It's not one system or one leader. It's not their villains versus our heroes. We ourselves have been propping up the destruction. And some of the lead villains are no more evil than you are. We are simply on the wrong road with the wrong institutions and the wrong values. Any one of us could be villains or heroes, depending upon what role we find ourselves in. It's time to go off the road and to stop following the script. But we can't simply improvise. We need a new script, a new story, a different kind of world to build. And we need a plan to get there, a roadmap. If we travel in a vehicle, we must start it up. Whether we start our journey in an electrical vehicle or one with an internal combustion engine, 
and we are sadly starting with the latter, we must first turn on the power. I've been thinking about this issue. I've been reading. I've been trying things, some of which don't work. And this might make me look like a clumsy blunderer. Unfortunately, that's just the reality of taking on such a big task. And there aren't really any complete roadmaps for our journey. There are simply the stories of those who have gone before. Some people reached their destinations and others were lost. We learn from both. It's complicated. Some people who didn't get there seem to have done some things right. Occupy built a huge movement nearly overnight, but became rigid and undisciplined and focused on complaints without proposing solutions. The Satyagraha movement that freed India from British rule made some terrible mistakes before succeeding in its spectacularly difficult and ambitious objective. The road we need to take has some sharp and difficult turns, and we may not see all of them in advance. Show me the road map. The map isn't detailed, but it's well-worn. It has a record of helping people throughout history to reach their destinations, but it's also very easy to get lost. As I see it, after some study, here's the directions. Number one. Be solidly grounded in values. We have a very good navigation tool. Our values are our compass. We know that we want to build a sustainable and caring civilization. We know that we all live on the same earth and that we are completely dependent on the biosphere and that those who are destroying the planet are doing so out of ignorance, simply playing the roles that fate has put them in. We need to learn to not cooperate with our destruction. We need to help the destroyers to understand that they do not need to destroy and that their own actions will also destroy themselves. We want to turn our opponents into friends because, in fact, we are trying to save everyone. Our guide will be love for earth, love for nature, love for life. This is the most important rule, the essential guide. If we lose this, every other step is a waste of time. Number two, know your destination. We are not out to defeat some enemy. We are trying to advance our species from a band of spoiled, selfish children into a society of civilized and caring and responsible adults. We need to show the way with our own behavior. When others throw tantrums, we need to keep our cool and be constructive. When others are angry or violent, we need to be loving and peaceable. When others tell lies, we must calmly tell the truth. Under our current systems and cultures, we are stuck. We are encouraged, even forced, to pursue more, always more, indefinitely, which means more toxins and poisons and destruction, leading inevitably to the climate collapse, which has already begun. And we are required to literally waste most of our short, precious lives going to work to perform these deadly and foolish and destructive activities. We must defy the current systems and cultures. We must say no. We must offer and embody an alternative. Like children, our opponents call us names when we refuse to do what they want. They call us lazy or communists or godless or whatever. 
But we need to be the mature and responsible adults. We need to laugh off the childish insults and do what needs to be done. We need to keep our eyes on the road to consult our map and to find the better world we seek. We need to escape the hostile wilderness that we were born into. Number three, travel in groups. Nobody makes this journey alone. We each have a role, sometimes several roles. We need drivers, navigators. We need mechanics. We need somebody to provide fuel. We need specialists and we need generalists. We need people to do things. We need others to cheer cheer us on. We need you. Number four, begin simply and begin now. Although, unfortunately, we are racing against time, we cannot afford to be reckless. The road is hazardous, and we will always face the danger of a possible crash. We must be careful. Too much is at stake. But we must get going. We are starting late. Find a friend, make a commitment, and get started. Number five, maintain focus. The number of excuses to justify inaction or to vilify climate rescuers is unlimited. Although a few of the same ones are repeated endlessly, we can think of this as evil, but it is really just inertia. People largely do things and behave as they are expected to. They fulfill their perceived functions. But because you and we care about life, about kindness, about the ecosphere, and about the well-being of everyone, we cannot afford to be distracted. Our values and focus are required for success. We will continue to follow the roadmap to make progress, to continue moving towards our destination. We will take the initiative. We act. If instead we get diverted by merely reacting to those who are committed to fossil fuels or fooled into inaction, we will lose. We must be too determined and too smart to fall for that. Number six, take detours when necessary, but always, always head for the finish line. Unexpected events will happen. Sometimes a giant branch will have fallen, and it'll block our road ahead. We may need to go around it, or to break it down into smaller pieces with a saw. We need to use some common sense and some imagination to get around the various obstructions in our way. That's fine, that's even necessary. But don't be diverted for too long. 7. Even when you get there, you are not done because you must protect the new world we've reached and built. The deadliest moment is the moment of victory, when India is free, when the American South is integrated, and when the climate has been stabilized, the crisis may be over. But it's at that moment when we are most likely to let down our guard It's most likely at that moment of victory that a counter-movement appears, often stronger than ever. It is at that moment when defeat is snatched from the jaws of victory. This is when our values and our dogged commitment to them matters most. Because when we are committed to life and cooperation and caring about each other, well, that's when any attempt to return to the destructive systems and behaviors fizzles. Because nobody wants that, and they have become used to the new ways, the better ways, the way of civilized and mature and responsible human beings. So what happened to the park? 
So let's return to our walk in the park because this is the idea I wanted to introduce, something that I want to try. A way to bring people together, to build a feeling of community, to bring our shared values out into the open. This is that first step to saving the world, that first small step. The step that seems insignificant, that makes you ask, is that all? I'm going to introduce this idea myself into my own neighborhood. I'll be putting signs in my small neighborhood park. I'll be asking neighbors to meet, to take a walk together. To start in the park, early evenings, on Fridays and or Saturdays. To get to know each other, to become a genuine community. And here's what uh, the flyer will say. So there will be the name of the neighborhood and calling for those neighbors to pay attention. Neighborhood Stroll for the Earth, Friday and Saturday at 8 p.m. Meet in name of the local park at 8 p.m. on Friday and Saturday nights. Get your solid earth sticker, a green circle, and put it on your shirt or your arm. Side note here, the green sticker is like the green circle, which is part of the Saner's logo. Take a walk with your dog, or family, or friends, or strangers. Think about the earth and everyone that you care about. And while you work, you are not damaging the earth. While you walk, you are actually living and experiencing life, not distracted by media, by noise, by nonsense. We recommend no headphones. We want to share this experience, raise awareness that we are neighbors, and that we are all living on this same planet. Caring about and protecting the earth begins with these literal steps. Let's make walking and caring a habit. Invite others to join. And we can soon take further steps to make modest but steady improvements in our world. For now, let's keep it simple. Walks in the neighborhood start 8 p.m. on Friday and or Saturday nights. Whatever works for you. Wearesaners.org this is a small opening move. We, we want many, many communities to copy us. We see this as a first step. Some people will join the Saners movement and form local independent chapters guided by common values and objectives. Eventually, we will model the kind of world we want. We will inspire and help people to withdraw their support from the system's rules and institutions that are destroying the earth. Workers will refuse to mine coal refuse to refine oil, refuse to drive trucks or operate freight trains that transport fossil fuels. People will walk off the job, meet together, meet in parks, and walk together as neighbors and friends, people with common interests who share a home planet. We will take in those who refuse to help destroy the planet. We will care for them, treat them as family. It will become difficult for those who are destroying the biosphere to continue their destruction. They will find it impossible to justify. They won't even be able to justify it to themselves. In any case, without enough people to do the work, further destruction will become impossible. This is how we save the Earth. This is how we end the current childish and irresponsible failed civilization and build a truly worthwhile society, starting with one neighborhood at a time and a walk together in the park. Please, please steal this idea. Thanks for listening. 
I'm Ray Katz. We have 8 billion people on the planet. Too many people. At least 1 billion of us are aware of the crisis we face and desperately want to help. But we feel alone, anxious, and powerless. But we are not alone. Find the others. Tell them we can do this. We can work together. We can change things. In fact, only we can do this. Talk with the others. Tell them about this podcast. Let's get together. Let's find our way. Let's take five minutes to save the earth.